Hey, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Mark. I don't know why I said welcome. <laughs> this is Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. Michelle, what's up? Oh, you know, just enjoying the new year. This is the year, 2023, that I get married. Oh my gosh, that's so I cool. No, two months and two weeks. <laughs> yes, I'm so very excited. Like all of a sudden it feels real like when it became January and it became the year that I'm gonna get married and it was like it's January I'm getting married in March like all of a sudden it was literally like overnight I was like it's happening (laughs) that's so cool yeah gosh what a what a story of redemption it's just awesome my gosh I was thinking about when it turned 2020 and that was when Luke was really sick and just knowing that that was the year he was going to die Mm. And just how, unless God did a miracle, which we still prayed for, we just knew that he was going to die in 2020. And so it was such a horrible feeling. And then I was just contrasting like this, this um, New Year's Eve, I was telling Joel about like how different this feels like, you know, getting married rather than knowing my spouse is dying and just feeling like, wow, like it's such a change in my life in just a few short years, three short years. I mean, three years ago when it was turning 2020, he was about to die. Now, 2023, I'm about to get married. Like, yeah. And I also remember uh, you saying, and I, I, you know, um, was talking about this with my girlfriend recently too, is that um, she also lost her husband in 2020 as I lost Mm -hmm. Lacey in 2020. Right. Um, So, uh, we were talking about, I remember you saying this, that like at the turn when 2021 came around, it was like, whoa, like Luke's never going to see this year. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember <laughs> you saying that and I'm like, whoa, I never really like thought about that. Like, yeah, Lacey never saw 2021. Um, and you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of crazy, but, um, also, you know, with you and I, like we were going through hell in 2020. Um, yeah not just COVID stuff, but with our spouses, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I remember, you know, hearing everybody saying, you know, at at the turn of the new year, when everybody was like, oh, I can't wait to leave 2020 behind. This was like the worst year ever. Oh, right. And I'm like, oh, you don't, oh, Did you lose somebody? No, don't get me wrong. COVID was horrible, especially if you lived somewhere like, like, you know, you or I did, and there was just Mm -hmm. crazy, crazy restrictions, or we know people that, you know, lost their lives and yeah. Um, so of course, COVID was a very real thing, but I'm talking about the, um, the average person that was oh just my gosh. complaining crazy. about uh-huh. COVID, which was rightfully, they had every right to complain about it. It sucked, but, um, you know, for you and I, and anybody else who lost their spouse in 2020, it was like, um, yeah, like, I wish that was my 2020. Yeah, you know? I know. Like, I remember feeling that. Oh. Anyways, but that's, you know, each person has their own experience. And I'm always the one to say like, you know, you know, because I always could say like, well, Mm -hmm. so and so had it worse or whatever. But it's like, well, that doesn't take away from what you felt. Mm -hmm. It doesn't invalidate your feelings. No, it doesn't. And it's all relative. In fact, I was talking about this this week that, you know, people like, oh, wedding planning stressful. I'm like, no, it's not like Mm -hmm. sickness and death are stressful. This Mm -hmm. is fun. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> like unless it involves I mean I know there's real problems but if money can fix it time can fix it then it's not a problem like mm-hmm. health is the thing that is stressful like I I was telling actually to Joel and he's like your whole your whole perspective is different than most people <laughs> you know like that think things are stressful and I'm like no what we you know death that's stressful this yeah yeah is a walk in the park so yeah so we had actually backing up before New Year's Eve was Luke's birthday, um, December 30th, he would have been 45 years old. Mm. And I did wake up with a little grief and cried a little bit, um, looking at old pictures and just letting myself feel it because what we feel we heal. And I think it's always going to affect me just, you know, it's like when you look back at these beautiful memories, you know, we raised three kids together and all the memories of them when they're little and when they were born and all the things I don't have anyone else on earth to celebrate that with. Yes. They're mm-hmm. friends and family and stuff. It's not the same as the person you like bore the children with. <laughs> right. Right. And so there's always going to be sadness and talked about a little bit with the kids. Like, Hey, do you remember what today is? They all did. And, you know, talked about, like, we didn't do anything special. Um, like the year before we, 
I think no, two years, the year before I was with Joel. So we didn't do anything, but the year before that, like the first year we made a cake and did all that, but I don't feel that's necessary anymore. I mean, everybody does their own thing. I guess his parents did and like sister, cause the kids got a picture um, from their grandma saying that they had um, made a cake and saying to their dad, mm. I didn't, I didn't get that text, but I didn't know about it, but they did. So that was like a little bit of a grief day, but not a grief day, just a grief moment in the morning. Mm. And then, um, you know, I hadn't really mentioned it to Joel. I mean, I, I didn't even, I've told him Luke's birthday before, but I wasn't like mentioning it up to, so he didn't know. I was mm-hmm. like, I had texted him having an emotional morning. And then we talked, he's like, why? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe write this date down. So in the future, you already know. And I was like, this is Luke's birthday. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like he didn't know, but it was also my fault for not like, you know, it'd been a long time since I said the date. Um, but you know, we're going to be married and he'll, he'll know like mm-hmm. he'll, he'll know. And, and he just let me talk about it for a minute and just memories and stuff like that. So that was a little bit of a grief day. Um, New Year's Eve was fun. We um, went bowling with my parents and then we had family over. And then like at 10 o'clock, Joel called and we all counted down with him. Cause that was midnight for mm-hmm. him. Like he had just gotten mm-hmm. home. So sweet. Like he left this party he was at and like 1130. So I'm like, why'd you leave early? He's like, cause my phone died. And I know you would be wondering where I was. And I wanted to talk to you at midnight. <laughs> he knows me well. I'd be like, where is he? <laughs> and so he called and we counted down with him. And then yeah, I played games with my nieces and nephews and brothers and parents. And it was really fun. And it was just that's awesome. Yeah. Like a really, a really fun time. And like I said, entering this year I was so excited I'm like it's the year I get married and it's so weird (laughs) I got engaged 20 years apart and getting married 20 years apart like it's insane Uh, I mean I was like nine last time right because I'm 29 oh yeah I'm all wait wait what (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so you got me on that one that yeah anyways um so good good fun times and then the other super exciting thing is Joel packed up his whole house and he bought a trailer and he is on his way from Louisiana to Washington. He will be here in a few days, not just well, to visit. When people hear this, he'll already be there, right? Oh, look at that in the future. Yeah, hopefully he <laughs> will be future. here from the future. And so he's going to be living a mile away. My brother has a little apartment above his shop that he will live in until we're married. So like to have him just one mile away, like you get that like doing like a long distance thing it's like it's far, oh yeah you know well, it'll then... be neat that you guys can just be like hey let's have dinner together tonight I okay know. sounds good and then you're like all right have a good night and yeah and then i'll see you tomorrow you know i like, know i'm like, so excited cool. after 14 months you know and like this means so much i actually did a post about this yesterday like how much this means to me that his actions speak louder than words like the fact that he would start over with a job with everything for me. It's amazing. It yeah. is. It's truly amazing. And that's so, the way love goes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's the, the way, way love, love goes. goes. That's, that's the way it goes. It goes. It keep goes. going. Good. That's all I know. <laughs> Very nice. I mean, but I could repeat it. But. No, we're good. But. <laughs> We're good. Anyways, I am just like beyond excited and it doesn't feel real yet. And I remember that day because it was all about me being like, hey, don't you want to date me? And then I was like, (laughs) hey, he's like, I've never thought about it because you live far away. I'm like, what? Like, I think about all the time. What in the world? And I was like, it's like long distance. How would we? I'm like, if it's going to happen, it's going to help. Let's just try. And he's like, okay. And here we are. And I'm mm. so thankful. And then like all these things had to happen that God had to orchestrate in order for us to be here today. And mm. so I am just beyond excited. I feel so blessed. I feel like I've been going through this thing recently. And my counselor said, mm, that's from the devil. When I say I'm feeling um, bad for like feeling guilty not yeah. guilty like about oh i love someone else guilty about my life being so good when so many widows are in a different place but we all have but our this seasons. is your season yes. yes yes and one of my friends said you're in your promised land like this mm-hmm. is what god promised you um it's actually my friend that was at the grief retreat with me when i felt like god said i'm going to redeem and restore everything you've lost and here it is yes all packaged up in this handsome pile and restore the joy of your youth 
yes, that too. And it's all coming. Like it's And just, look at you now. You run around acting like you're 10. You totally did. That's it. right. Like <laughs> all the way to 10. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's cool. And no, just, yeah. And he's such he's such a good guy. Right? He's just so cool. Um, yeah. Like, and I only know, you know, I mean, obviously we interviewed him and that was great. And I got a good, you know, vibe about who he was, but just that, you know, I've had many conversations with you about him mm-hmm. and that they, oh, he did this, you know, he did that, he did, you know, whatever. Or I've seen photos on Facebook or videos or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm always left thinking like, he's such a good guy. Like he's just such a good Christian man. Like you could just, you just really get a good feel that he has yeah. like a great heart, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I hope this isn't too weird for you, Joel, because I know you listen. <laughs> You're such a good dude. Yeah. yeah, he's an episode <laughs> behind Yeah, He hasn't heard our last one, but hopefully on his road trip, he'll be listening. Yeah, but, well, yeah, maybe. Maybe, I hope but so. But no, he, he's not going to listen to this unless well, you send it to him privately. No, but I mean, Before anyways, it launches. <laughs> whatever. Hey, we're getting way off track here. Yes, we are. The anyway, point is, sorry. like, I am in my promised land and and also it's like I've been through hell it's okay that I'm now in a place where I have this man who wants to like come here and take care of me and all of these things that I've always wanted it's okay like I just have to realize that when I start feeling like you know and I want everyone to know like when I talk about Joel, like it's not to brag because I actually saw this on like a Facebook post talking about people. They think they're bragging when they're talking about their new love or whatever. It's like, because that's my how my heart is so full. And I also feel like it could encourage people. I know when I was a new widow, I remember the first widow I talked to who was remarried and it encouraged me so much to be, mm-hmm. she's like, no, I found love again. You still love your spouse, you know? And so I hope you know that it's because I, I, I want to encourage you that they're could definitely be something for you in the future. Um, and there's I, nothing wrong with that. There's right. nothing wrong with you finding joy, which, you know, is, you know, we're not there yet, but that's kind of what our episode is going to be about today. Um, mm-hmm. And um, there's absolutely nothing wrong because also like bragging, like, no, you're in a good season of life. You don't know. You don't know if in two years, you're not going to be in a really bad season again. Like, why are we going to not enjoy being in a good season? There's no, you shouldn't feel any guilt about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very thankful for where I'm at. I feel so incredibly blessed and thankful and I just feel thankful for every little thing. And that's, you know, something Joel's like, you're always thankful for things. Like it's just because I've had like such hard times that I just am like, wow, like this is so good. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Been through devastation. Yes. And, and understanding what it feels like when absolutely nothing is good mm-hmm. and, you know, except God, of course, but like nothing in your life is going well. And it's actually like falling apart right before your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, you I was just telling Joel the other day about, I remember being in this place where I didn't want, I would never, I was never like suicidal, but I didn't want to live anymore. Like before yep. Luke died. Cause I was like, I can't do this. I can't walk someone through death. I cannot do this. I remember saying, God, you got the wrong person. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this. I remember literally driving, screaming, crying. Um, Cause we had just gotten the news that he only had like six months to live or whatever. And just like, I can't do this, but mm-hmm. God helped me through. Yep. Like he helped me through the darkest times. So it's okay to be happy now um so that's a little bit about what we've done oh also it ordered my wedding invitations mm-hmm. nice. so excited yes so excited like it's getting really real like, that's really cool like i'm like oh you're gonna live down the road in like a couple of days and then like two and a half months we're married like, that's so awesome it's crazy yeah we're gonna be like, like podcasting and he's gonna pop in and be like hey babe do you want some whatever <laughs> i don't know you know it's just like that's it so is, cool it is it is crazy so anyway we'll be like hey joel <laughs> hey joel hey hey <laughs> hey mr girl hey enough about me let's talk about you okay um, um yeah enough about you <laughs> yeah, i know it's way way too much what's let's been going see. on for you well i unfortunately do not 
have wedding plans yet. Mm. Um, I would love to, but I don't uh -huh. yet. <laughs> Can't wait to hear um, about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had, you know, not a lot because it wasn't that long ago we recorded. Yeah. Um, but I had, uh, we had a lot of storms here. My kids are back in school uh, after yeah. Christmas break which is awesome right <laughs> I'm happy you know I'm happy for them and it's such a blessing that they like school um, yeah that is great but you know it's also you know we had two and a half weeks of you know no of, schedule. again again around my kids 24 7 yeah. um which of course I adore them but it's like I've been doing this for gosh Lacey got diagnosed almost four years ago oh wow so you've been doing this a um, long time with little uh, ones well not diagnosed sorry she started having um the pain and stuff that led to the diagnosis was almost four years ago so yes um anyways regardless of exactly how long it's been um it's been just me with my kids for a very long time and mm -hmm. um so yeah now that they're like going to regular school and they have this regular life and they're on a schedule and they go to school and they get homework and mm -hmm. um it's really cool it's it's yes. really neat so um uh let's see we are visiting california soon nice. um i don't like to Wait, advertise that one. i'm not oh go ahead going back to cali cali to cali to cali, to cali. To cali. Going, going back, back to, to cali. cali that's all i know huh i don't think so that's sorry i just finally had a song that would go with what you're talking about yeah so i was i was gonna go with you know california love by tupac because that's mm. how i roll yeah um anyway out of jail fresh out of jail california dreaming never mind uh-huh uh <laughs> so going to uh oh i guess i could have done the beach boys california mm -hmm. dreaming mm -hmm. um girls. so on such a winter day which is actually the next thing i'm talking about is that we had some crazy storms here um, crazy for me, you know, I'm a California uh -huh. boy. So like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like staring out the window. Cause it's like <laughs> raining. I'm like, that's real rain out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's, it's not that bad. I'm, you know, exaggerating a little bit, but, um, so yeah, but we are traveling out to California to visit, uh, my in-laws and um, nice. hopefully some friends and, um, you know, we're not going to be out there for long. So it'd be hard to visit all the people I want to visit. Yeah. Um, but we're going, I don't like to advertise, not that anybody on here is going to rob me, but I do not like to advertise oh. when I'm going to be away from my house. So you don't get to know the dates mm -hmm. that I'm going to California. I might already be back by the time you hear That's me. right. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and then uh, I also got a memory that it was one year ago that I um, decided to make the decision. That's very redundant decided, decided to, to make, make the decision, decision. Mm -hmm. uh to move to Tennessee nice. um anyways and uh gosh what a blessing that has been it brought an amazing woman into my life uh -huh. a new life and um just you know it's it's brought a lot of healing mm -hmm. for me to live in Tennessee and so just to like go into that a little bit like um you know my wife's can Lacey's cancer was big in our community there were yeah. tons of people praying it was we were in the newspaper for you know when my son's birthday party mm -hmm. mommy was in the hospital and you know during COVID in California they were doing the like drive-by birthday parties yeah. um ours was a massive turnout we had fire the fire department wow. the sheriff's department the police department the mayor um the police helicopter and the, the local baseball team and their so uh, mascot, and then about 150 to 200 cars all driving past my house. Wow. And um, so it was a big deal. And so the newspaper was out there. So our, you know, we were on the front page, not the front page of the newspaper, but the front page of this one section, whatever it was. Nice. Um, so, well, the problem with that is that people recognized us. People knew who we were. And yeah. so I didn't know who they were. And it was hard for me. And I know I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but like going to the grocery store and having somebody tell you like, oh my gosh, aren't you that guy that lost his yeah. life? To cancer? Mm. And I don't know who you are. Now I yeah. appreciate, um, you know, people not being afraid to talk about it because I know right. they have courage. Um, but it was hard, like just that, that one person at the grocery store and then one person at Target stopped me um, with basically the same sentiment. Um, 
that made me feel like everywhere I went, people knew who I was, mm. even though it only happened a couple times. Um, you know, it just, and it felt very weird. And also, um, I was with Lacey a long time. We always lived in Southern California. We had memories like everywhere I yeah. went, everywhere I went, it was like, Oh, Lacey and I went to dinner there. Oh, Lacey and I, yeah. you know, um, stayed at a hotel up there on a vacation. Oh, Lacey and I rented a cabin over here and Lacey and I did that and did this and did this and did this. And it just felt like everywhere I went, I was in a constant state of remembering how much I missed her. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, with missing her tremendously, but um, there is something very new and different about now I'm here in Tennessee where I don't have any memories. This is all new to me. And this house is new and this life is new. Um, and so to me, it has been very therapeutic and healing just mm -hmm. for me. I'm not saying everybody else needs to, you know, sell your house and move across the country. Um, but that being said, if you are considering something like that, I can tell you from firsthand experience that it was a massive, tremendous blessing for me. And yeah. I feel that, uh, ooh, almost said her name, uh, mystery oh. girl is the reason that God brought me here. Cause I had yeah, so totally. many signs, so many signs, so many things. And I even said that to many people before I moved here that like, yeah, I just, I can't deny how many signs God is giving me. And it just, yeah. um, you know, and like I said, in this Facebook post, when, when God is just opening door after door after door, like sometimes you just got to leap with faith and walk yeah. through them. Uh -huh. Um, and I was scared. It was scary to like move across the country and sell my house that I loved. Yeah. And, and, and being around my whole support system yeah. to move across the country. So anyways, um, but I love Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. I, I thought you were going to do back it. So to <laughs> oh, I just mix songs. <laughs> did you get that? I did. Yes. Oh, anyway, take me to another, another place. Take me to another land. Make me forget. Okay, anyways, sorry. See, <laughs> that's your part. It's right the mashup, you know, yes, the yes. two songs. No, well, and that was the beginning. That's the beginning of the song. They're oh. going Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Oh, so it is the right song. I yeah, the but right. then the song starts, okay. um, and then they don't do it anymore. I'm pretty. Oh, sure. okay. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, today, 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 we are talking about our topic rather is anything you feel is okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just start this off and kind of kick it to you with this, that like, okay. it's okay, Michelle, that you feel happy. Yeah. It's okay that you're excited to get married. That's okay. So take it away. Talk about it. <laughs> okay. No, just talk. What does that mean to you that anything you feel is okay? Like. It's kind of along the same lines of what we feel we heal that you have heard mm. us say almost every episode, almost, um, almost pretty much um, that it's okay. If you're happy, it's okay. If you're sad, it's okay. If you're angry, it's okay. I feel like I'm a Dr. Seuss. Okay. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> Good one. Um, anyways, that whatever you feel is okay. So in the beginning, if you know that first time when you actually like laugh or smile or like, you're like, whoa, is this okay? I can't laugh because my spouse just died. This doesn't feel okay, but it is. We're here to tell you it is. So I'm going to like, yeah, take it way back to the beginning of your journey. If you're in the beginning Good. of your journey and it's okay to laugh. It's okay to feel joy. Um, it's okay to get angry. And in fact, I was having this conversation with a friend the other day. I was going through not death grief, but a different kind of grief. And I said, it's okay to challenge God with those questions. Like, why did this happen? Like he invites us to have those real conversations. So don't be afraid to do that. You can be angry at God. Like you can talk to him about what you're feeling and he will listen. And so if you're feeling angry, that's okay. If you're not angry and, or here's a big one. If you're feeling a sense of relief that your spouse died because you were the caretaker, that's okay. Like this is a common one I hear from people who they were the caretaker. Like, uh, I feel like I'm actually like, I don't know how to say this, but I'm feeling relief. I'm like, I get it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, um, you're not relieved that they died. No, 
you're you're relieved for one that they're not suffering anymore. Yes, that's that's how it was for me. Is I was like I was watching my bride suffer every single day, Mm -hmm. um, and that was horrible. And so yeah, I definitely felt the sense of relief, but also I felt the sense of relief that like two days after she passed, um, you know, because I was taking care of her for a long time, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, and um, so I was very used to not being able to do anything. And I had a friend say, hey, man, why don't you and the kids come over for dinner tonight? And my reaction was like, oh, no, I can't. I got, oh, oh, I can't wait a minute. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. I wanted to because, you know, also it was like COVID. And I mean, but I was I was quarantined anyways. I I couldn't go anywhere because not to be, you know, to inflate my ego or anything, but like nobody was able to do what I did for Lacey. Nobody else was able to do it. Even nurses. Um, I don't want to, I want to protect her dignity. So I don't want to say too much, but there were certain things that, um, because of her physical condition mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that I had to do for her that even the nurses couldn't figure out how I did it. Right. And I had to like, I didn't even, I couldn't even show them. I had to do it because mm-hmm. also it took, and I'm not, you know, you know, a lot, I'm just, a lot of these nurses were small and petite and it took a lot of strength to do some of the things that I had to do. And so anyways, it was, um, it was like, just here, I'll do it. And so I I couldn't leave because there was nobody else that could do what I did. So I remember the first, and I'm going to give it right back to you. Sorry, but um, I remember the first feeling of like feeling like admitting to myself that I felt relief that it was over. And I think that's the main thing. It was, it wasn't relief that she was gone. That was the hardest part for me. That was really hard for me, but I had relief that I had some kind of freedom back. Yeah. I had relief that um, she wasn't suffering. That was the main one. Um, But I just, I had relief that like, you know, because she hated it too, you know? Yeah. So it was, I don't know. There was, there was a sense of relief to have, uh, some kind of life back. And unless it might sound heartless, but unless somebody has gone through that and they've been the caregiver in a really intense situation, um, maybe you wouldn't understand. Maybe you would be like, no, no, I want to take care of him forever. And I want to take care of her forever. Well, I would have, I would have taken care of her forever. And, um, you know, and she was concerned she was going to be paralyzed for the rest of her life. because that was a very real possibility. If she, um, was able to beat the cancer. And, uh, I said, I don't care. Like we'll trade both of our cars in. We'll get like some cool cool van and I'll get you a wheelchair that has like off-road tires and we'll still Mm -hmm. go hiking. And, and you know, she was anyways, I'm going off in a different direction, but, um, it is okay. It's okay to feel weird things. What society might deem as weird. It's okay to feel what you feel because no one's walked through what you walked through. Yeah, they don't they can't tell you how to feel or anything. So anyways, I give it back to you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. you don't have to be sorry. It's a conversation. So yeah, it's not about feeling relief that they're gone. But yeah, that you are able to have a more sense of normalcy again. And I mean, it's a new normal. It's different. It feels very empty in the beginning. I remember like our house feeling so empty, such a weird feeling. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good word for it, hollow, because we had people spend the night for a few nights and then the first night they were gone, it was so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, just like, wow, this is so strange. So that's one of the first things that, you know, it's okay to feel relief. Um, It's okay to feel sadness. It's okay, basically, it's okay to feel whatever, whatever you're feeling. So those are some of the things in the beginning. Can you think of some other things that were in the beginning for you? Some emotions that it's okay to feel? Well, I, I definitely relate to the, um, it felt weird to yeah. laugh. My friend said something that was funny and I felt guilty that I wanted to laugh. So I didn't laugh, yeah. um, but it was really funny. It was like, he said something funny. He was trying to cheer me up and I just kind of went, oh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but, but I wanted to laugh. But also um, we, that this isn't the same. And this is actually that same night I was talking about when my friend invited me over for dinner. Um, you know, I felt like I wanted to laugh at one moment and then maybe half an hour later we were sitting in the house and we had started watching a movie and there were a lot of people in the room and, you know, the lights were off and, um, I was sitting closest to the TV on the couch. It was like an L shaped couch. 
and I was on the L and I was the closest to the TV. So as I looked at the TV, people couldn't see my face. And uh, I remember just breaking down and Uh. I just started crying. And um, because I, my bride was gone and it just like hit me. And, you know, there were several of those moments. Those were, those were um, things I felt at first, like she's gone, she's gone, she's gone. It kept making me cry and um, looking at pictures. And um, when she was sick, she was in pretty bad physical condition and I'll just leave it at that. But um, so I couldn't bring myself to look at pictures around our house because the pictures around our house were, she was healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, After she passed away, I started looking at those pictures again and that broke me that really made me realize um, it's kind of hard to explain, but when you're just going through the motions of every day, like just fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, like you completely forget what normal life was like. Um, yeah. We had a very unique situation. Her cancer was incredibly aggressive right. and um, she was paralyzed and like, it was just mm. bad. It was, it was, yeah. she was in very, very bad shape. And so um, when I say it was intense, I mean, it was more intense than, than I ever thought was possible, um, of like the human condition. And, um, I mean, she, she suffered greatly and, um, that's what your life becomes. Your yeah. life becomes that every minute of every day. Um, just trying to get through the next minute, Right. just trying to get the next through like the thought of, I remember, I can't remember what that felt like now exactly, but I remember that it was true that I remember feeling like, okay, I got to get through another hour. And that felt like such a long period of time because you never knew what the next hour was going to bring. Yeah. Um, am I going to be calling 911? Am I going to be, you know what I mean? Right. Like just, um, are my kids going to hear or see something again? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, just, I was always on edge and always so afraid. So right. it got to a point where that was gone in an instant. It, all of it was over instantly. And I didn't yeah. even- I didn't even process that her going to heaven meant that it was going to be over. Like that hadn't even crossed my mind yet. Yeah. Um, Cause I was so like deep in it and I was so desperate to save her. And um, so when I came in and she was gone, it was so surreal. And I remember just looking at her and I didn't really know how to process it. And I remember I came up to her and um, I was just like caressing her head. And um, I remember I just got this feeling that came over me that I was like, oh my gosh, to be absent from the body is to be mm. present with the Lord. You're with him right now. Wow. And, yeah. and it gave me this peace that I was not expecting. I was, right. um, but you know, but then it hit me really hard and then I had to call. Lacey's parents and that was like the hardest phone call I've ever had to make and yeah um you know it was just an intense intense season so but all of those things were okay all of those things I yeah. felt were okay it was okay that I felt relief it was okay that I felt peace it was okay that I felt scared of my yeah. life alone now it was okay that I felt scared of raising kids alone it was okay that I felt like laughing it was okay that I broke down and started crying like we just want to encourage you that don't let society tell you how you're supposed to feel. Don't mm-hmm. let people make you feel mm-hmm. you're, you're supposed to feel a certain way. Oh, well, Christmas must have been so hard for you. It probably was. From our personal experience, Christmas probably was. But maybe you were in a situation where, like, like I was, where it was very difficult for you being a caregiver. And maybe Christmas was absolutely beautiful because you were no longer suffering and he or she was no longer suffering. Right. Um, and that's okay. It's okay if one week after they passed, you had a really good time. Now, Michelle and I were not, uh, this isn't how we were, but if you feel like dating somebody after two weeks after losing your spouse, because you absolutely hate the idea of being alone, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's not how Michelle and I were, but it's okay. You don't owe explanations to anybody. And don't let anybody tell you that because you did this or don't do this or do this or don't do that, that right. you didn't love your spouse. Right. That is, um, you know, people will be, you know, Budinskis and uh, <laughs> think that they know what you've been through. And yeah. You have to, you have to go through 
and examine what is your truth yeah and not what does everybody think about me because I did that a lot yeah what do they think about this should I still not be smiling should I when people here's another one when people ask you how are you doing (laughs) what a simple thing but I remember at the grocery store they don't know me well yeah turns out sometimes they do but they don't know me right and they say, how are you doing today? Sometimes I was like, I'm good. Thank you. And then I felt guilty about saying that. <laughs> Even though I was just giving them a generic answer. I'm like, but sometimes, you know, I was, I was a broken mess. Yeah. I was doing all kinds of weird things at that time. So um, sometimes they'd be like, how are you? And I'm like, I just lost <laughs> my wife to cancer. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't need to tell you that. I'm really hurting inside. And, you know, and like, and she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, do you want paper or plastic? You know, right. I mean, not really, you know, cause you know, that's not how it is in California. You have to pay 10 cents a bag, but um, oh, that's, yeah. that's a whole other thing. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But like, just saying that, like, um, but that was okay because I was broken. And for whatever reason, I needed to let it out at that moment. And, and you know what, that person, can deal with some awkwardness yeah um at, at, you know for me to do but anyways i just we just i hope we're getting the point across yeah. and being vulnerable enough to like let you know some of the weird stuff that i did so I, you know i'm gonna throw michelle on the spot right now and i'm gonna ask her some of the weird stuff she did but um but you know i just i want you to know that whatever you feel is okay if you want to get online and make posts on Facebook about how difficult it is. If you want to make like what, just whatever, whatever you think, like, oh, that might help me do it. Yeah. Obviously, what did you say, Michelle? If it's moral, moral and legal. Remember when I was like, moral and legal. I'm gonna do anything that's moral and legal, and I started yeah. jumping off cliffs and doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff. That was a good summer. <laughs> so tell us, Michelle. Tell us. Oh. Okay, can you, oh, go ahead. Well, I, just, I have you know. a question for you. So okay. backing it up when you were talking about Lacey being really sick and she changed physically and all that. Do you have pictures of that time period or did you delete them all or not take them? Just curious, other people might have this kind of experience too. Oh, that's a tough one. I do have pictures um, mm-hmm. and I, I am still two and, two and almost two and a half years later. Um, I'm at the point where I still, they still, um, make me sick to my stomach and not sick to my stomach because of what I'm looking at so much. Right. But sick to my stomach because it takes me back to that place. Yeah. Um, of what life was like then. And, um, I do have, um, I can't really express why, but I have a video of her, um, when, when she is, uh, in pretty bad shape Mm -hmm. and, um, it, I, I can't, I can't right. look at it, but I also can't delete it because I can't delete anything um, of her. I don't yeah. want to, I still have her phone number and her contact in my phone. Oh, I yeah, can't delete too. it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and I have no desire to delete it, but I know that the number's not connected anymore. Yeah, me um, too. But you know, sometimes I, I love it when I call my mother-in-law and she doesn't pick up her phone because Lacey helped her set up her voicemail. So oh. it's like, it's Lacey's voice. Oh. And um you know, and I have Marco Polo's, which if you don't know what that is, mm-hmm. it's basically like a video texting app. Unfortunately, all of my, my Marco Polo's are, um, post-cancer diagnosis. I didn't get Marco Polo mm-hmm. until she had cancer, but you know, I have Facebook messenger with a bunch of messages from Lacey that are, um, I actually, it was really sweet. Um, my girlfriend and I went through messenger and Aww. showed each other conversations with our spouse. Oh, that's so cool. And, um, it was really neat because we both had these really beautiful, loving relationships and you can yeah. see it through the way we communicated with each other consistently. I mean, I'm scrolling back and scrolling back and scrolling back and scrolling back. And it's like everywhere I stop, there's something really sweet from one of us to the other one or about, you know, Hey baby, just so you know, like I put air in your tires in your car and mm. um, there's a little note somewhere. I hope you find it or what you just, whatever I'm trying to think back, but like, whatever it might've been, or she's like, Hey, you know, sorry, I spilled that mess in your car. I tried to scrub it out as best as I can. Like, let me know if it still smells, but like, just (laughs) know that it's my responsibility and I'm going to fix it for you. And just all these really sweet things. And she showed me, you know, a bunch of her sweet stuff and some funny stuff. And 
um, her husband was like just a really, really funny guy. And um, mm. so I, I got a lot of entertainment and, and just, you know, knowing that we have that for each other, that we can just, you know, that it's not weird at all. Um, that, you know, she can show me all the loving texts from her husband. And I can show all the loving texts from my wives and we can just hold each other and say, sorry, you know, I'm sorry yeah. you lost him. I'm sorry you lost her. And um, so anyways, that's a really long answer to a short yeah. question. Um, I was yes, curious I because I actually, when Luke was dying, as he was dying, I took a bunch of pictures. It was just like, I didn't, it was like a weird reaction. I just started taking pictures because I was like, he's dying, like, but I decided to, I mean, it was literally his last moments, um, delete them. I looked at them once and I was like, I don't, I can't. And I don't think that he would want me to look at these pictures. And that's okay. Yeah. And it was okay. How I, so I couldn't even look at, I handed the phone to my brother who deleted all of them for me. Um, mm. And I did regret it sometimes, but then I was like, I went back and found my last picture I had of him before he died. And it was two days before, and he was outside watching Hayden play basketball. And we had pictures. I remember of him that video. Him and, yeah. And we have videos and him, I'm like, this is how I'm going to, I mean, he still looked sick, but you know, he was still walking around until the last day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't as sad as the, the death pictures, but it kind of along that line, I still, I don't know if this happens to you, but I still get death flashbacks. I mean, pretty awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like middle of the night. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I watched him die. Like, you yes. know, just these weird, and it just is like, like, it's a weird thing for my brain. Like I'm in this reality about to get married. And then I'll remember I watched my husband die. Like, it's just, it's a strange thing for your brain. And that, and I'm just, I want to keep using this stuff as an example. I don't mean to sound repetitive, but that's okay. Right. It's okay yeah. that you're excited about Joel and you still cry about Luke. Yeah. That's okay. I um, actually saw well, this post um that said grief and joy don't cancel each other out you can have yeah both. that was that was me that was my was, post no I yeah. was like no it was on Instagram and it was somebody oh, who wrote it. but you oh, could have okay. said this thing I was like I just made that post recently um, it was like some like widow group or something but you probably I mean it's probably you know a common thing to say so may, yeah, I believe you that you said it too I'm on now no I'm going back now <laughs> you're going back to check yes you said it too I'm sure you did and Wait, so Okay, sorry. I just, yeah, I want to encourage each other. Like, it's okay to have grief and joy. They don't cancel each other out. And it doesn't mean the amount, like I saw this thing one day that like kind of bothered me, like the greater the love, the greater the grief. And I'm like, "Mm," not like, like the, you know, you have this love, this deep love. So you're going to deep grieve. That's not true. You can still recover. It's different for everybody. You know, I think it's just the bottom line. It's just different for everybody. But yeah, if you're, now, now, you know, and I immediately just thought of Dwayne, um, our guest, um, as I often do. He's going to be a celebrity by the time we're done yeah. talking about him. But uh, I remembered him, like, ex- ex- you know, kind of like we read him when we said people have any questions for us. Um, we read his email, but he said um, that, you know, that he had much more life with his wife than That's we true did. That's too. Yeah. And so it's not to say that, you know, he necessarily is grieving deeper, but he might grieve longer or he might, you know, grieve it more often because it was more of his life that he was used to being with her. I could see that. It just, to me, it just doesn't matter. It's just hard for everybody. And there's no, um, there, I don't think the appropriate response is my grief is harder than your grief to, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or my grief is I love my husband more than you love your husband. I just don't ever think that's the right. I mean, we've, we've had, we have listeners that say either a, we never actually got married. We were only engaged or we were only married for two days. Do we acknowledge their loss any different than our own? Because we were with our spouses for what we feel is so long. No, they're still widowed. And I still consider, you know, I've had people reach out to us and you probably remember this. Um, and said, technically, I'm not widowed because I wasn't married. Right. But we were together for 10 years and that, and we were like, you're widowed. Like, yeah, don't don't take don't take this title and like take something away from yourself. You have the same pain that mm-hmm. we're going through just because you don't have a marriage certificate um, doesn't mean you don't feel the loss as deeply as we do or something like that. It's still your, right. you know, your partner in life. But um, 
So this is um, from December 21st. Okay, I'm sure you said program. it too. No, 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 no. I just, I think it's great. No, it's not like a proving <laughs> you wrong thing. Because actually, I'm pretty sure that you um, commented on it. So mm -hmm. I'm not like, it's not like I'm proving you okay, wrong. Okay, so thing. I read it two places, yours and the other one. <laughs> but I think it's good advice for, yeah. I'm just, you know. Um, so we will never stop loving you, Lacey. We can press forward in life mm. and still hang on to our precious memories. We can be excited about our future and still miss our past. Mm. We can continue to love and still miss and love those we have lost. The feelings can all coexist together. Um, I hope this encourages someone who is struggling this holiday season. This time of year can be very hard when your family is incomplete. I'm praying for my friends who have lost spouses, my friends who have lost parents or siblings, my friends who have lost children, and for my friends who have lost close friends. You can miss them, love them and still try to feel joy. It's okay to feel it all. The feelings don't cancel each other out. Oh, so I just think that's crazy that it was like almost the same words, that, uh -huh. you know, that the other person, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like we all kind of get wisdom from other places. Yeah. So I probably read that somewhere else at some point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just think it's, I only wanted to read it because I think it's, um, it's pertinent to what we're talking about. Um, yeah. And I just think it's, you know, important for people to, just really know like the depths of what we're talking about that like whatever you feel is okay and if you feel like I've heard of people that wanted to go on vacation as soon as their spouse died and some people thought that was weird it's not weird that's what right. you needed to do some people right. probably thought it was weird that I got rid of everything of Lacey's within the first 48 hours everything was out of my house medical equipment all of her clothes like everything that was you know specifically hers yeah um I got rid of it. I needed to. That was yeah, the way I did. Okay. It. Mm -hmm. A lot of people hang on to the stuff for years or never get rid of it. That's okay too. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It's whatever you feel is. And that's why I try to be very supportive of my girlfriend. And and you know, because we have there's things here and there we've done differently, but we also lost our spouses in very different right. ways. Mm -hmm. And um, so of course it's different. Um, for me, I I knew it was coming. For her, it was, it was, you know, I don't want to spill her information, but, um, you know, I, it was instant. It was yeah. not expected. It was, you know, out of the blue. Yeah. And she had to find out, like, nothing wrong with your husband when he left, but he's never coming back. Yeah. And mm. uh, that's very different than what I went through, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I am going to be the most supportive person to her. Um, in the world, because I, first of all, I understand what it's like to lose a spouse. Um, I understand the weird feelings you go through and all that stuff, but, um, you know, but also I understand that like, we all do things differently. And while she might not be ready to do this or to do that, um, I've already done it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to respect her. And because also I want her to respect me. Mm -hmm. I mean, me telling her, like, you need to do this, you need to do that would be no different yeah. than her telling me, like, you shouldn't have done that so quickly. You shouldn't have done this yeah. so quickly. Um, I don't want that for right. us. Mm -hmm. I want us to just have a deep understanding of each other and why we did things, you know? Yeah. Um, even though you and I went through something so similar, mm -hmm. we still did things differently and they yeah. were all okay. You mm -hmm. know, for me, I had this rationale that I was like, I know it's going to be hard to get rid of all of her stuff. And I'm already going through so much right now. Let's just get it all done. Mm -hmm. That was my rationale. Like, yeah, maybe, you know, it was weird, but like, that well, was my, my logic. Like, let's just deal with all the pain right now. Like I left Luke's glasses, his medicine, everything the way exactly where it was for at least a month. I wouldn't let anybody touch anything. So, mm -hmm. but that was okay. We dealt with it differently. Like, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Whichever way you deal with it. Yeah. Um, that's and okay. like you said in the last episode that you called me either before or during, I don't remember, uh, oh, you yeah. getting rid of Luke's medicine. Yeah. That was also something I did the first day. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want to see any of it anymore. Yeah. But that was okay. And you're not wanting anybody to touch it. That was okay. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, want to hug your spouse when they're gone, that's okay. If you don't want to be in the room, like I didn't when they were taken away, I didn't want yeah, to be in there. Yeah, I was gone. That's yeah, okay. We got out of the house. It's however you want to yep. do it. Yeah. And some people, you know, they asked me, well, 
they asked me if I wanted to be there for certain things. And I said, no, do people do that? And they said, yeah, all the time people do that. And I said, well, is that, am I being like a bad husband by not wanting to do that? And she's like, no, whatever you need to do is the right thing. And that's kind of where this comes from for me is that lady at the mortuary was like, no, like you do what you need to do and, and it's okay. And I was like, wow, thanks. I needed that. I needed that Mm -hmm. permission that like, that I didn't need to do it by the book that I could really follow my heart and, and my, um, you know, the things I was feeling the, cause gosh, how weird was it at first? I mean, you go, you're, you're not only feeling this intense loss, but also like how weird and everything is so different. Like, is this real? Did this really happen? Right. It's so weird. I went through that for a while. Yeah. Did this really happen? Yeah. This couldn't have really, this can't be real. Right. Or that feeling actually happened. I remember like being, um, like walking through a a store. It was like, I didn't get out. It was like a week after Luke died being in a store and be like, my whole world changed. None of these people know. Like, it was just this weird feeling. Like I'm in an alternate universe right now. My whole world was rocked and they're all going about their normal business and the little families together. My whole world was rocked and they don't get it, but it was okay to feel that way. It was, it absolutely was. And I remember one of the things that was like so frustrating for me at first is like, people are so used to it that they didn't even notice they were doing it in front of you. The widowed Mm -hmm. was complaining about their spouse. Oh my gosh. Yes. I just saw. Oh my gosh. That made me so mad. No, that wasn't a TikTok. That was me. I just said it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm saying I just saw the, watch somebody talk about this yesterday. I know, I know. Oh, I'm just being here's stupid. another one. She was like, it was like my um what I do when I hear um that my my uh, married friends have to babysit for the weekend or like they're uh, gonna be single for the weekend and it was like a violin playing, you know, like oh I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Here's like, the world's smallest violin yes, playing. Yeah, like I'm so sorry that you have to be a single parent for two days. Yeah, yes, like, but yeah, when, stuff, and but you know, but like that's their world, right? right it's like all they're relative. Not, they don't even know that they're being insensitive or whatever. But um, I remember hearing somebody complaining about his wife, and like he was joking, right? But he was being serious. He was yeah. like, I forgot what it was. It was like I don't think it was like her cooking or um it was just what she was oh she's gonna make me do this or something like she's always bugging me to get this done it's like I work all the time and I'm like do you want to trade me yeah because I got sick of hearing it and he's like oh bro I'm sorry and I'm like it's cool but just you know I would I would I remember this feeling about it's like why couldn't one of these dudes like I adored my wife she was my best friend why did I have to lose her why couldn't one of these people that are always complaining about their spouse Right. But you know what? I also, I don't wish that upon anybody no. either. Mm-mm. And I, they would have a different, you know, time than I would, because I don't have any regrets. I told my wife, I loved her and she was beautiful every day. Um, I hugged her and kissed her every day. I, you know, um, thanked her for being my wife almost every day. Like it just, mm-hmm. you know, she knew she was greatly appreciated. Yeah. And so I didn't have any regrets about the way I treated her. Well, maybe somebody would have regrets about, you know, not being kind or complaining or whatever. And so, you know, I just try to like, leave that alone and just yeah. you know, try, try not. But again, those feelings I had, those were okay. The fact yeah. that I was like bitter um, when I would see my, my friends who I love very much, really good friends, but I'd see him put his arm around his wife and it mm-hmm. just bothered me. It yeah. just bothered me because I'm like, where's Lacey? Yeah. Where's my bride? I remember that. And um, that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't make anything wrong with you. It just, you know, you need to acknowledge now. Now, I don't know if it's correct. It's, it's not the correct. um, It's not a healthy way to look at things. You should be thankful that they have a marriage and, and have it separated from what you have lost. That being said, it's okay. If you go through bouts of jealousy if you go oh, through bouts yeah. of like being angry or or whatever, you know what I mean? I remember being in church and seeing this old couple together and I just started crying because I'm like, I don't have that. Like I want to grow. I never so, will. Right. Yeah. That's what it felt like at that time. I never right. will have that, you know? Right. Because at that time you feel, you know, and also like, um, you know, Michelle and I have talked about this before, but if you're like, I will never date anybody again, that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to listen to us 
if you have a different heart towards it, you know, I think most people do kind of feel like they don't want to be alone forever. Yeah. But um, some people are like, that's it. Like, I don't want anybody else. That's okay. Yeah. Don't hear us talking about, you know, our new relationships or other widows, other, you know, um, things that you listen to and they're talking about their new marriage or their new this or their new. Don't like think that that means you have to and that you're not normal or there's something wrong with you. Like, no, we're all different, you know, we're all different. And some people, you know, they enjoy the feeling of becoming, that's an alarm. See, my phone's silenced and it's going off. (laughs) So that's good to know. (laughs) Anyways, sidebar. Um, Side note. I haven't said that in a long time. I haven't. I need to get back to side notes. I know. A long time. Side note. So anyways, I need to say side notes. Yeah, side okay. note. So anyways, um, just say, it, I can just wrap it up by saying like, just wrap it on whatever up. you feel is okay. And we really hope that we've, uh, pretty sure we've gotten that point across. I but think we have. You, we said it a lot. Can you think of any more examples? Because I, I keep, that's the main thing I want out of this is for us to keep giving examples of things that people might think, well, but that, that can't be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're talking as long as it's moral and legal. So I can't be like, you know, if you want to rob a bank, go rob a bank. Yeah, you know? no. Like that's not obviously what we're saying, but, um, if you want to start, you know, <laughs> funny we have, visual. Um, we have people are like, they said I could do whatever I want. Oh my gosh. We get <laughs> sued. Yeah. So, um, we have whole episodes on this, but if you are wanting to date and people think it's too soon or they think you waited too long, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. Whatever is okay. You're, it's your life. You don't have to date because people say you need to. And if you're ready to date and people don't think it doesn't matter, it's okay. That's another mm. huge thing in the com- the community is like, is this okay? Yes. And it's okay to feel strange the first time that you're like on a date with someone other than your spouse. And yes, um, you know, just all the things. It will like, feel weird. It will feel weird. Yes. Yeah. And so it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be okay. It's okay it's to okay. not be okay. <laughs> to be okay or not be okay. Oh my gosh. That is the question. Yeah, we were going to have that as the title. <laughs> yeah. We shortened it. But listen, all I'm hearing right now is Luke's voice going, it's okay. Cause we used to make, we used to watch the bachelor or it was a bachelor or bachelorette a long time ago. One of the, no, it was the bachelor. And this guy was from some other country and he'd always go, that's okay. It's okay. It's oh my gosh. And Luke awesome. would say that. All it's okay. <laughs> and it was like, anyway, that just came back into my head. You know, certain things do that. Like you can hear their voice saying something literally. Reminds me of Ricky Ricardo. Did you ever watch? I love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's kind okay. of, it was, it was somebody like, oh, uh, with that same like accent, something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Where okay. was he from? I think he was from Cuba. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a good show. It was Sorry. a good show. Anyways, it's okay. Is the point? Yes. And yeah. Um. And and here's another one that I've heard. It's not as common, but I've heard this before. Um. If the next person you want to date or, or be in a relationship with, if you want them to be just like your spouse, that's okay. If you want them to be somebody totally different than your spouse, that's okay yeah. too. If you, I mean, for me, I knew that I wanted somebody very similar to Lacey as far as the heart goes, um, because I adored who Lacey was. And so, but if, if you feel not like, of course, like you don't, didn't love or adore your spouse, if you want somebody different, but I'm just saying for me personally, I knew that I wanted somebody very similar to Lacey. Um, but some people are like, no, I don't want that because I don't want to be reminded of him. I want somebody totally different. Um, and so, you know, that's okay too. And I'm just, I, I'm just trying yeah. to think of any like weird. I got a couple more ones that we might come up with. Oh yeah. Awesome. If you want to go through things publicly, that's okay. If you want to do it privately, that's okay. Mm, Some that's people I've met other widows like, um, you know, you and I are both very, especially now at podcasts, we're very public about going through everything, but there, and you used to be more private, but then we did. Podcasts. Well, I'm public about being private. Yeah. Like nobody knows who it is. Well, maybe yeah, Ju- I guess maybe Julia, Julia might've figured it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our listeners. Like, I mean, going through, I mean, you're public about going through it because of our podcast, but yes, like, yes. some people are super private and don't want to do it and that's okay. And then another one way, you know, down the road from a new widow or whenever it is, you're getting married again. It's okay. As a woman, mm. it's okay to keep your last name, change your last name, hyphen your last name, whatever you want to do. Those are good. You can do it however you want. I'm changing it, but it's completely, I know widows that have done it all different ways. And I would say like, if, if, I mean, it would be hard for me to, you know, this would be something more than like the beginning of a relationship, but this is just a total side note. But if you have um, a new person 
that does not understand that you still love your spouse to me that's like a big like Red that's flag. gonna make things hard yeah. yeah um I was actually looking back Michelle at um for some reason I looked it up um on YouTube our we have one of our episodes was the dating is not a four-letter word on yeah. on YouTube mm-hmm. and that comment from that guy that said oh. I dated a widow never again and yeah. you know went off about how selfish she was and how you know and you know he's like I made you dinner and she's like well my husband used to do that and just all these, um, and he's like, well, oh, he's not right here on. anymore. I'm here. And sorry, I don't know what my alarm keeps going off. Um, okay. And uh, I was like, wow, like this dude is clueless. Like, does he really not see the irony or the hypocrisy in what he's posting? Yeah. He's yeah. like, you know, everything for her was all about her spouse and not about me. And I'm the one who's still here. Yeah, and, you know, spouses are, you know, just mentally or spouses. Uh, widows. widows are like mentally damaged and um, yeah. they could never be dated. And oh my gosh. I remember your response was like, well, not all widows, but I'd be curious where you got those numbers. Cause he said oh, yeah. 75% of yeah, all percents. second marriages from somebody widowed is divorce ends in divorce. Oh, and it's like, okay. I don't know. But anyway, you know, that kind of um, reminded me just to, uh, that I wanted to mention something that, um, you were talking about earlier, like way earlier that I also wanted to talk about is like, yeah, we do feel this new uh, appreciation for life. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to link that back to this because if you don't want to um, be sad anymore, if you get to a point, because I did, if you get to a point, you say, I don't want to be sad anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy in life again. And that doesn't mean that you can control it all the time. You know, sometimes grief just hits you and knocks you off, you know, knocks you off your feet. But, um, but that's okay. If you're like, you know what, like, I'm not quitting on life. I'm going to get out of this funk and I'm going to go out and do something fun today. I'm going to do something for me today. I'm going to go buy a new Gucci bag you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, no, but you know, like if you just decide that like you want to be good to yourself, that's okay. But also if you're like, I don't understand any of the positive stuff you guys are talking about. I don't feel anything but sadness and anger and depression. That's okay. It will come in time. Um, but just keep pursuing, um, keep pursuing God, first of all, Second of all, um, pursue help, whether it's us or another, be us, watch us, listen to us, a little subliminal, (laughs) Um, but if it's us or somebody else or whatever, you know, a book, um, a good author or somebody you follow on Facebook that's encouraging, inspiring, keep following that stuff, keep pursuing healing and inevitably, eventually you will find it. So um, Boom. 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 I wish I had a, I wish my mic was not on a stand so I could drop it right now, but you saw, I was actually struggling with it earlier. I kept knocking it over. Anyway, um, the things that happen off air, we should do a bloopers (laughs) video. We will. That'll be funny. Yeah. It'll be be you playing with your hair. Yeah. (laughs) I don't do that as much anymore. That was more the beginning. Like when I I wasn't used to seeing myself all the time. I was going to say, you know, I don't notice it, but I'm probably not looking for it either. But I remember like, I don't do it all the time. You know, in early episodes, I used to teach you, I'm like, stop playing with your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, so uh, yeah. Anything else on this topic? I think we're good. I think we have um, given them, like, I think they get it. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let's give them something to talk about. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're so good. We're so good. Uh, anything else on this topic or are you okay? I think uh, I'm okay. With, it's okay. <laughs> so would you be okay with wrapping it up with a prayer? I okay. suppose that would be okay. That'd be okay. Okay. Yeah. Go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Lord. Thank you so much for, um, you know, laughter and and the joy that you have restored in our lives as you promised. And, you know, we both know the many, many ways that you have come through for us, Father, and um, restoring and and fulfilling promises and coming to us in our darkest hour and, um, you know, really carrying us through this, uh, I want to say battle, um, because that's what it was. And I know that's what it is for a lot of people, Lord. So I pray for those people right now who are in the battle, 
that you would, first of all, just comfort them, come to them, let them see and feel your presence and know that you're with them. Um, let them know that they're okay. As long as they're, you know, aligned with your will um, and, you know, being legal and moral that like everything they want, everything they feel is okay. And to just feel it and really like go through it. And um, I, I also pray that you would constantly um, make sure that Michelle and I are aligning with your will, with things we're saying. And, you know, neither one of us are scholars um, on the Bible. And, you know, we, we don't ever want to misrepresent you. So please protect us from doing that. And we want to be a good witness and an encouragement to people. And um, I just pray for all those listening, Lord, every single person that's hearing my words right now, I pray that you would give them a peace that goes beyond all understanding over their lives, over their hearts, over their souls. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you like this podcast, give us a little ping. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review it. We'd appreciate it. Wherever you listen, it's okay. It's okay. Or just, you know, when you give us a review, just be like three stars. They're okay. It's okay. No, no, no. That's no, don't time. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> not be okay. It's, yeah. Yes. Anyways. Kidding all the things find us on facebook it's okay find us yeah. on instagram it's okay <laughs> <laughs> that's okay tiktok it's okay anyways that's, it. that's awesome that's all i got we're not we're not widowed too soon on tiktok though right it's no, michelle I what am, is it widow no, goals widow goals okay yeah. so i guess that's what i meant like it's your we're your... not on tiktok but i talk about the podcast sometimes so no yeah you know. no i just you know i don't want people to go looking for widow too soon on there and you're right like, liars there is this is not called, okay there is widow too soon she's a nice lady i have met her on I mean, tiktok met her on tiktok yeah uh-huh really yes it, but it's and is it T-O-O. spelled correctly t-o-o mm-hmm. okay yeah and so i reached out to her and said that's the name of my podcast blah, blah, blah. just so you guys know if some of you are no, are new we know how to spell the number two is because there's two, two of, of us. us we're so clever and edgy i know we're like was... we're just gonna spell it wrong to draw you know we're gonna make people think yeah, it's we can't not spell. spelling it wrong it's no it's not it's we were going for something clever um, it is clever but uh yeah, okay. so anyways, i got all it it's okay it's okay. And it's okay that I feel insecure that people don't okay. think we know how to spell. <laughs> it's everything's okay. Everything's okay. I hope you guys learned today that it's okay. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, right. it's okay. Well, we will see you next time. And if time. you want to listen to this again, that's okay. okay. It's okay. And if you don't want to listen again, it's okay. It's okay. That's all right. It's okay. All right. I think they get okay. it. I think all right. We're it. dorks. Not, speak for yourself. It's okay. Well, I'm sorry. You're a little <laughs> immature at 29. I know. I know. Anyway. And hey, thanks. side note, side note, like what I did there. Side note, congratulations. We're so excited for you. I speak on behalf of so many of our listeners. We're so excited for you, Michelle, um, that Joel is coming. Oh, yay. That's awesome. Yay. That is super cool. Um, a lot of us um, have seen you on a very long journey. And it's just awesome that it is coming to this place of like total restoration and God fulfilling the promise of restoring your youth, Mm. the joy of your youth. Yeah. And um, God has restored many promises, uh, restored many things for me and fulfilled many promises in my life too. And uh, we should do an episode about that. God's promise. I'm writing it down. Write it down. Maybe next week. We'll see. All right. We'll see if it's okay or not. All right. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for listening. Bye guys. God bless you.